It's Caress Carter, and we are here with another Power of Partnership podcast. I've got Gail Welter from Nick Mick with me again. How are you today? I'm great, Caress. Thanks. It's so nice to have you with us. And we've got a new guest today, Dylan from CanPlay. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us in. Well, I'm really excited to learn more about your organization. And Gail has told me a little bit about CanPlay, and this is another organization that has been chosen by your employees. Correct. So Nick Mick has been a supporter of CanPlay, actually originally Opportunity on Deck when it was first started by Dylan a number of years ago. And so it is an organization we've watched grow and prosper and we've watched through the merger as they continue to do a lot of great things within our community. And so for us, it's another perfect example of an organization that mirrors our values, especially when we talk about we take care of our own and CanPlay does that with uh, people in our community. As I started to find out more about the organization, I was told that this is a great organization that people donate their used athletic equipment to. And that was really my original thought going into this interview. Well, that's a great thing. That's a wonderful thing for people in our community to do. I went to the website and it is so much more. It is so much more than that. And my head is just reeling about everything I read. Um, Dylan, walk me through your mission. Yeah, so our mission is to provide sports and recreation programs that are adapted and provided at no cost so that we can break down barriers so that everybody in our community can get the chance to play. Our, our new slogan or, or vision statement is where play has no limits because we truly believe that here at Can Play, everybody should be given that opportunity to get out to play. But beyond that, we're trying to provide role models for our participants. We're trying to build social connections with them. Uh, we're trying to give them a chance to be active and healthy, but also learn all those great things such as teamwork and dedication and responsibility that that sports and recreation can teach us and being part of a team can teach you. And our goal, regardless of where we're at and what we're doing, whether we're serving our courage programs and our special needs participants, or we're serving our opportunity participants, uh, which may not have the financial resources to participate in other traditional sports leagues and programs, uh, is to break down those barriers so that everybody gets the chance to get in the game. I thought that was the thing that probably surprised me the most was um, that social interaction, the role models, getting to be a part of a team. Kids um, at such a young age need that. That's Absolutely. so important for them and it can really help define who they become as adults. And that part of can play was a complete surprise to me and i love that that is a part of what you're doing yeah yeah a lot of people think of us as the equipment group or the sports group yeah. or the recreation group and i think digging deeper than that we want people to think of us as as the group that's able to develop youth and, and develop our community and give people a chance uh so that they can become whoever they want to become so going to the equipment i mean that's we'll start there if people want to um, help can play and if we take you know the surface part um, with the equipment people can donate a used equipment absolutely yeah lightly used or, or new sports equipment is always something that uh, we're looking for in order to provide that for our participants new lightly used equipment is what they can use now if people want to become more involved with helping with the children and being a role model and yep. helping with that team unity can they 
help with that area of things. Absolutely. We have a volunteer sign up on our website. So it, we make it pretty easy for people to go on, fill out their information. Um, and then as a response to that, we'll look at the volunteers. And as long as you're approved by a volunteer manager, there's a couple things that we just need to make sure of. But uh, as long as you're approved by the volunteer manager, then we'll go ahead and send you our upcoming volunteer opportunities. And then you can go up and sign up online for either those two programs, right? So we've got our courage programs where you're more of that teammate. You're you're being a, a teammate to someone with special needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may be pushing a wheelchair. You mm-hmm. may be helping someone with autism figure out how to run the bases or how to shoot a basketball. Um, it's, it's super cool to see them reach those achievements yeah. and, and it's a great program. Um, or you could be, you know, assistant coach in our opportunity program where you're working with a little bit of a larger group, but you're working with kids who may not have ever gotten the chance to play basketball or dance or volleyball. And, and you're just helping them run drills and do activities and play games and, and that sort of thing. So we've got a, a wide variety of, of different opportunities there, as well as we even have opportunities for people who aren't super, you know, sporty right. in, in sports space. We've got special events throughout the year. Um, but then we also have have other needs throughout the year for for help and so even if you're not the most you know sporty person uh we've got something for you to help with and you know as gail and i have talked about different organizations uh i know that none of this is possible um without some funds and i'm sure that you guys could use a lift in the financial department as a lot of these things require funds Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're a small local nonprofit organization. We don't have a national chapter. We don't have right. a national sponsor. We were founded and, and grown out of this community, and, and it's very important for us to continue to serve this community. Uh, but that means that we also require support from the community. So NCMIC has been a great partner for us over the past decade, really. They they stepped up when a young Dylan approached mm-hmm. them 10 years ago, and uh, it must have been pretty hard to like turn over Uh, what I thought was a large amount of money to like an 18 year old who had very little idea of what he was doing, but I was going to (laughs) try my best. Right. So uh, they had a lot of confidence in me early on. And I I appreciate NCMIC for all that they've done for us over the years. And they've continued to be a great supporter with those equipment drives and financial donations and supporting our different events that we run throughout the year. Um, So we have a few corporate sponsors, but we also rely on individuals and in private and public foundations, um, as well as some, you know, different grant support to, to do our mission. So uh, we've got a couple of fun events coming up. Those are a great way for people to kind of get involved and and get interested in what we're doing. Uh, But there's plenty of ways to support us throughout the year. What made you at 18 decide this was something you wanted to create or to do? Yeah, so it actually started a couple years before that. So I was I was 16, I was a local student, and I was trying to figure out a, a way to give back to my local community. And I knew that in the area that I was growing up, not a lot of kids got the opportunity to go and do these things. And I did, and it was so impactful for me growing up that I wish that other kids were given that opportunity. And so that's how Opportunity on Deck uh, was created. And we've continued to keep that spirit at the heart of what we do. And then on the other side of what we do, we uh, you mentioned we're a merged organization. Yeah. So Courage League Sports was founded by my co-founder, Melissa. And uh, she was more focused on the special needs community because her son, Jack, had quite a few strokes growing up. Um, and that left him unable to play with his traditional baseball teams that he was a part Mm -hmm. of and basketball teams that he was a part of. Um, He had an older brother and he wanted to be just playing like him, but didn't necessarily have those opportunities. And so um, she created something for Jack, 
but also for all of Jack's friends to come out uh, and play. And I think both of us started because it was something that we cared about for a community that we were pretty close to. Um, and we've just been able to grow and grow and grow as we found out that there's all this need for what we do in the community. And so um, that's why Can Play works so well is because we're two passionate people between Melissa and I, and, and of course our team's passionate as well, but uh, we're two passionate founders that, that care about what we do and, and have a personal story behind what we do. I would think that it's so many little things that you witness with all of the kids doing that brings just a smile to your face every day, like, you know, a kid who's never... Um, shot a basketball making a basket just little things like that would bring a light to your day as a mom I know it's just that first you know goal when she plays soccer that yes you know yeah we're, we're starting some volleyball right now and and we're challenging them to like bump it back and forth to oh, each other yes. three times in a row and, and that may seem pretty simple to people especially if you've played for a long time but when they get three in a row between yes. a partner, like they're just cheering and having fun. And we, we make a big deal out of it as coaches as well. And um, it's the simple things that you may take for granted or people with traditional abilities may, may take for granted that that's a special thing for, for people oh, yeah. who haven't had that opportunity before or may have different abilities than you. And so um, our programs are all about empowering those those people and, and making sure that they get the chance to succeed in their own way. So um, you do have a website if people want to know more or participate, and that is... It's can-play.org. Okay. Yep. And some of the big um, events, do you want to tell us about some of the events that you have coming up? I know you were mentioning the really cool looking jacket you put together yeah. that I, I feel like <laughs> we need to maybe see, but. <laughs> yeah, so I, I go a little crazy with, with some of the themes for our events, but uh, we've got our jeans, jackets, and jams event. That's November 17th. Uh, it's coming up on a Thursday and, and it's kind of a casual evening except for, you know, some of the wear that happens. But but for the most part, in terms of um, the venue and in the atmosphere, it's a little more casual. That's We're so just cool. doing drinks and, and dinner uh, it, and it's it's called jeans, jackets, and jams because you wear jeans, uh, but then you also get to wear like a fun jacket of some sort. Mm -hmm. And so we had people wearing, you know, big red, white, and blue jackets with bald eagles across the back. We had people make like can play jackets with our logo across the back, That's which so was neat. super cool. Um, we had people wear like race car jackets. Um, I was wearing like a jacket that was lighting up. So we had all different kinds of, of fun jackets that, that people were wearing and sporting. And we hope that kind of brings people out and, and makes it a more fun event for everybody. Um, right before that though, NCMIC is one of our big sponsors for our game for good coming up. It's a slow pitch softball game as well as Ooh. a baseball ball exhibition and we host it down at principal park so it's a lot of fun people are out on the field we've got kids activities we've got a silent auction and raffle and ncmic has been a big supporter of that event for years and years so uh we're so grateful for their support through that event and uh they make it possible for us to get on the field and, and provide such a cool opportunity for the kids that played baseball with us this summer to get out and play on the field yes. and play in front of their parents and play in front of a crowd, which for many of them is something that they would never get the chance oh, to do. Oh, how exciting right? for them to be on that field and showing what they've learned to their parents and, oh, Some of them cool. showboat it like a little too much. Like it's, it's, they're, they're like doing hand signals. They're doing the stuff that the pro players are doing Why where they're doing you, like pointing I up mean... to the sky and stuff, but they're, they're having fun with it for sure. You've done something amazing really for our community. Um, I love that 
members of our community are stepping up and giving back in such a huge way. Would love to see that continue as uh, as we talk about this. Would love to see some more um, people get involved with Can Play. Again, this is such a cool organization, and I had no idea. I feel like, you know, my eyes keep opening up to more and more organizations as Gail and Nick Mick bring them to me. I'm just so amazed at the love that our community is bringing to all of these organizations. Gail, thank you. Thank you. Nick Mick is just um, doing some amazing things with uh partnerships in our community yeah there's a lot of great organizations to support that all have you know a variety of missions so there's it's important to our employees to give back and so it's wonderful when we can help support the things they're passionate about and help them um, you know support those organizations so we are so grateful that we have that opportunity Dylan, you keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for working with our kids. Thank you for, at 16, coming up with this brilliant idea and keeping it going. So thank you. We will continue to look ahead to what you're doing with CanPlay in the future. It's another Power of Partnership podcast with Nick Mick. I'm Caress Carter.